Hello, welcome back to Into the Studio. I am Nylon. I am Matt. And we are here to deliver the wonderfully queer content that your heart desires. We had a special guest again, as always. They're all special and we love them all. Yeah, I mean, Wilder, also Wilder Yari, full name. Uh, is a very close friend of mine, and they give amazing tarot reads, just amazing advice, and is just like a really talented performer. They are a non-binary actor that's up and coming. They're based in Los Angeles, and at the moment they can be currently seen on CW's 4400. So basically, if you don't know, <laughs> yeah. By the way, forty four hundred. If you if you don't know the synopsis of forty four hundred, basically the entire uh, premise of the series is that forty four hundred people mysteriously reappear after previously like vanished without a trace, mm-hmm. and the whole series is following like what goes on with that. Um, so Wilder plays the uh, to clarify actually it's like 4400 people from like across a bunch of different like over like the decades all suddenly reappear yes like they're all from a bunch of different time zones and like not time zones but time periods <laughs> i know what i meant they're all i mean from they a bunch are different... in different time zones okay but... <laughs> well they're all from a bunch of different time periods and all suddenly reappear like 100 years later or something like that which is yeah. cool i think it's a fun and wilder uh portrays the by the book department of homeland security jessica tanner and yeah so as a as Tanner basically continues to investigate all this, the plot the plot thickens. You should watch it, watch the series, support Wilder, uh, support all these non-binary actors, and yeah. So, so the again going back to the premise, if for those who haven't seen Forty Four Hundred, um, the people who have reappeared have no memory of what's happened, and they also have are starting to develop like superhuman abilities. So it's very interesting. I think I remember seeing like the first few episodes or like the first like trailers coming up for it, and I don't think I finished watching it, which is like my bad, my on me completely. I need to go back and watch it because <laughs> I'm reading the synopsis now, right, guys? And I'm like, actually, I think, it's really good. I think I want to watch this. I like it. I have issues following live action series most times, mm. and but the 4400 has captured my brain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So going to Wilder's career. Uh, they were recently seen in the second season of The L Word, Generation Q, mm-hmm. and have previously appeared in the 2019 short film Triacle, which made a splash at like various film festivals, as you do with short films. But also, Wilder extends mm-hmm. like their abilities to behind the camera. They know how to edit. Um, and we they... talk about this later. There was something about editing. They don't like editing. Yeah. <laughs> Me as an editor, well, I also don't like editing. The interview. Yes, um, no one likes editing, though, by the way. Their feature film script, Neem Rooney, was chosen as the semi-finalist for Sundance Institute's 2021 Creative Producing Lab, and Wilder is preparing to direct that project in the near future, which is really great. We'll, we'll have to bring it back on, actually, because like, queer directors are like a different ballgame. We'll have to do, like, um, like where are they now and like have like them come on and be like yeah so directing sucks well no i'm actually manifesting good directing for them <laughs> going through just like you know wilder's life yes. um wilder also new, also new york based though yes. born in new yay new yay born in new yay <laughs> wilder was born in brick born and raised in brooklyn new york which is cool because i was born and raised well not born and raised i was born in venezuela but i was raised mm-hmm. in the queens new york um 
Their mother is an Iranian immigrant who lectured at the Museum of Modern Art for most of their childhood, and their father is an American architect, which Ooh. is cool. Uh, they stated in previous interviews that they definitely caught the acting bug early and figured out that they wanted to be like in film and TV when they were a teenager because mm. they love like performing and making people laugh and like having mm. that kind of energy bounce back mm. from like doing whatever. And we absolutely talk about that. I know they said something like because we, we do this a little out of order this time, but you know, um, they mentioned like they wanted all the attention on them, <laughs> mm-hmm. but like but like in the actor sense, not like the like the I'm toxic. <laughs> yes. Um, so earlier in their life, they got the opportunity to study mm-hmm. acting for the camera at the Royal Conservatory in Scotland. Scotland. And they said in a prior interview as well that they were all supposed to bring in, like, examples of good film acting. But, of course, nobody did. So our TA showed us an example he really liked. The movie Warrior with Tom Hardy. So, like, in one of those, like, you know, two cool teenager type art student movie Oh, about like you know men doing men things. Yeah. Um, so anyway, I'm angry that like everyone seems to be going to like other countries <laughs> so early just to go like do their career stuff like Scotland. Oh yeah, Nylon recently found out that like acting means that you get to be flown out to other countries. <laughs> so anyway, and they were surprised when I was like, yeah, no, I they they fly me out, please. <laughs> So anyway, I have all the origins of an actor, and I didn't become an actor. I became an editor. So um, when I rejoin improv troops and I go visit my good friend Ellie Desitel and I get their acting classes, you will find me in a different country. <laughs> I'm anyway, gonna make it happen. Um, they so they that, stated that like when you know you you know like film schools mm-hmm. watching like all these pretentious films, um, they remember just kind of like basically just goofing off in the back of class being like yeah sure whatever um but then there was this one frame of nick (laughs) of nick null and was like wow there's stuff that's like beyond acting like it's a beautiful frame like there's editing there's like photo work there's like a whole bunch of other things that's other than just like straight acting um and they just from that moment on they had stated that they wanted to do acting they just wanted it all Mm -hmm. wanted everything I think to be clear to everyone who is not in the industry or is just not getting into it, um, Wyla touches on it later. But you have to know the ins and out, ins and ins and out of your industry, even if you're just an actor, because like, especially with self tapes right now, like you're doing your whole production for your self tape for your auditions and stuff like that. Um, oh my god, yeah! Like, mm. there's so much that goes into this day and age of being an actor, because like you have to know how to like use a ring light and like have good lighting have like a good camera setup have a good backdrop be able to edit Mm. your self tapes be able to like do a whole bunch of other Mm -hmm. stuff and especially if it's like a zoom live interview or something like that you have you have to know how to do all this stuff Um, yeah but there are like absolutely like it like in the quote we have it's like there are absolutely other things besides being an actor like the lighting that is hitting their face like and the lighting that's like hitting the other side of them to light them up from like a backlighting like that's all planned thought out and designed yeah by like somebody. the makeup artist the, the makeup artist like there's the so much people that who into... make the food for sets like not just like for eating but like for on scene you have to make it look exactly the same like Every makeup artist chasing me down on set because I keep wiping everything off. My oh my face. god! And I'm just like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Our our technician right now, Robert, is crying. <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, Wilder is an up and coming performer, um, mm-hmm. definitely gaining their ground. They yes. now have that Re- sick blue check mark. On yeah, Instagram. recently verified. <laughs> <laughs> so you know it's real. Yeah, we have a lot to talk about uh, in the interview that we have filmed. There's a lot of information that Wilder has led us on in, mm-hmm. uh, talk about their life. So, yeah, stay tuned for that. We're going to cut to it now. <laughs> I'll cut to it now. Hello, welcome back to our interview portion of the episode. We are here with Wilder Yari, who is a lovely friend of mine. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I was like in a very lovely sweater. <laughs> very much. Sweater. It's kind of Smurf chic if you think about it. Oh, I yeah, just the white, hat. the white hat. I it wasn't on purpose, I swear to God. But yeah. it's a pleasure to be here. Yes. Oh my so, god. Um, I guess we're going to bring in questions. First question, obviously, why did you choose acting? Yes. Yeah, that's a good question. Um, <laughs> why did I choose acting? Uh, I don't know. I think it's just, I remember like the first time I was on stage, I was like 12 years old in this like community theater production. And I had like never felt what I felt up there, which was this sense of play and a sense of communication with like a larger audience. And I was like, I wanna find a way to, to do this forever and ever. Um, and as I've gotten older and like gotten more like, I don't know, years under my belt with the craft, I've realized that an entertainer's job is to give something. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's what I really wanted to do. Like, I wanna be able to like, produce some kind of catharsis for other people um yeah so i mean honestly that's why that's (laughs) that is fair uh jumping off the acting how do you think that your career has shaped your identity yeah 100 percent. oh my god totally um so i don't know if this is going to get mentioned in the the podcast at all but we recorded this uh one time prior so I don't know what I said last time, but I'm pretty sure it was something along the lines of like, you can't humiliate me. Like you can't. And that is very, I mean, like, I feel like all actors, hopefully it's like, you get to a point where you're like, I, I have done stupid, stupid things for a coconut deodorant commercial that I didn't even want. You know what I mean? Like, have you guys seen that tweet? That's like, um, winning an Oscar isn't humbling and getting up to do a voiceover audition 40 times in your closet. That's like me hungry for snackies before going to work. I feel like a one in a 5,000 chance of winning $300. That is humbling. Yep. Um, yep. So I, I would definitely say that it's shaped who I am as a person. I, I'm not embarrassed easily. Um, and yeah, honestly, weirdly, I think it's given me a lot of confidence because when you've been doing this for a while, you either you reach a point where either like either I'm total shit and I should just give up, or you're like, I'm I'm in this to win this. Like it might as well be me. You know what I mean? And my yeah. direction has really gone in the like, you know what? Like you can't defeat me, and I'm I deserve to be here, I guess. So yeah. 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 I can definitely empathize with that. Like, I don't get embarrassed at all anymore since, like, jumping into totally. the entertainment industry. Because, like, you do so much weird shit in auditions. Like, so much weird shit. <laughs> and also shit that you didn't necessarily 
want like come here to do you know like yeah everyone comes into this industry with a like a role or someone that inspired them and you're like I want to do that and then you're auditioning for like Disney Channel shit and you're like yeah and I'm gonna give it my all great cool yeah, <laughs> yeah. do you feel like that's like um like a skill you need to have to become an actor yeah oh my god <laughs> oh my god yeah yeah you As look, someone who's like oh. taking acting classes for the first time, what's your advice? <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, I mean, everything about it is humiliating. Really? Yeah. <laughs> like, no, I'm, like, honestly, it's, honestly. It's, if you don't have thick skin in this industry or learn to do it, you're gonna hate yourself and you're gonna want to oh. die. Like, <laughs> And you're gonna like hate yourself, want to die, and also like just be worse at it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I'm sure we've all seen this in like an acting class or even in auditions where the other actor like really doesn't want to look dumb. So they they can't, they're not flexible with the material. They don't take direction because they're like, I can't risk looking stupid for a second. Um, and that'll kill your career. That'll like kill the fun. Like the whole point you're fucking here, you know? Yeah. yeah. Acting is hard. And that kind of like segues into another question, which is like yeah. being a non-binary actor, as you're sure you know, is also hard. How, oh, yeah. uh, do you want to speak anything on like being a non-binary actor and what that's like is being in the industry and like all the experience you have? Yeah. I mean, being, it's, it's tough and it differs for every person. I will say that I mean, Matt, as you will know, Orion, as I'm sure you have a sense as well, there's definitely a very clear image of what people think non-binary is. And that is white, non-binary, sorry, sorry, that is white, able-bodied, thin, and usually like AFAB for some reason. I don't really know how that happened, but it's like, if you're AMAB and paint your nails, it's like, oh, you're a trans girl. And like, that's not, yeah, no, that's not it. Like, no. Um, so yeah, there's definitely a very clear perception of like what non-binary is and looks like. Um, and I already come from a very privileged position because I am white, I am able-bodied, et cetera. So, and I am still like not trans enough, not non-binary enough to like go out for the stuff that I really would love to be doing. Um, and I think it really, it puts a lot of pressure on non-binary actors to like take hormones, to transition, to do these like physical manifestations of like transitioning when the whole point of being non-binary is to do whatever you fucking want to do. Yeah, it's yeah. non-binary. Like the entire, it's like in the name, you know? Um, so yeah, I mean, it's a like, without sounding like too much of a downer, like it's a tough gig being non-binary. And that's why I, um, I still go out for like cis female roles. Mm -hmm. um because that's how I get seen by a lot of casting directors and it's like shitty and frustrating but I'm also like I mean it's a it's it has definitely put me in a place where I have to get really specific about what I do and don't want to do to myself you know what yeah. I mean I like I had to like really think about like do I want to go on hormones right now like do right. I want to get top surgery right now and then kind of move from there I mean if if you have any kind of ego going into this industry, being a non-binary actor like removes that even more where you're like, I have no control over how anyone sees me and I'm just like going with what I'm given, you know? Right, right. I'm sure that's like hard on set because a lot of people won't distance you from the character. So they're constantly misgendering. I, I've heard it from like your half. So like, 
that's what a party oh my like. god yeah i like i'm sure i've bitched about this in group but where i have like my bright yellow they them pronouns t-shirt that i oh wear to costuming and yeah. they're still like he him all this and i'm like right <laughs> yeah 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 totally i mean for a second i thought they were misgendering you as female and i was like <laughs> i don't know the other way, the other way not not in the industry but okay. like when i go to fedex i get misgendered as a woman like store. I don't get over the phone too. Like I'll call my insurance and they'll be like, oh, I'm sorry, ma'am. And I'm like, oh, where, where? Like that have like your literal name being Matt, but also like when it's like you were skateboarding and someone's like, you go girl, but it's like you. Oh my God. I was skating down the street and some person like literally was trying to cat call me because they thought that I was a girl. and was like, you go girl. I love seeing women skate like you. And I'm like, hello. <laughs> How dare you? That's crazy I don't get it (laughs) yeah I mean it's it's so frustrating and it also is like kind of just makes you want to like I mean what like they're never going to get it right they're not going to get it right so like whatever you know yeah yeah at this point and I think also just like acting helps me really be confident in myself because I'm always like playing other people so it's like it's one of those things where it's like if I get misgendered I'm like all right you're just wrong (laughs) (laughs) totally that's that's really good to remember. Sometimes I get really hung up on that kind of shit. Um, but you're right. It's ultimately about the other person as opposed to you. Mm-hmm. Um, um, let me ask a question. <gasps> I, want, I have questions. <laughs> Go ahead. Is there other stuff in the industry that you're looking at pursuing right now? Mm. Yeah, um, totally. I mean, I direct a bunch. Mm, um, it, yeah. I mean, I produce a little bit, but it's sort of like, you got to know what your skills are. Like, yeah. I'm not great with logistics. So I feel like just naturally. I'm I a coordinator. <laughs> right, exactly. Like, it just wouldn't, it's like, you know, the heart is willing, but the body is not ready to do that shit. I mean, Matt, you totally get it. Neurodivergent as hell. I'm like, I can't. Yeah. I, mm, um, but yeah, no, I direct quite a bit and I really enjoy it, but it is funny because it's nice to be um it, it's like definitely like my second passion is not the thing that is like they're not even neck and neck you know like acting is definitely first and it's funny because it reminds me of how it's a nice uh change of perspective because I imagine how I feel about directing is how some actors feel about acting and it drives me crazy you know when, when like a skateboarder is like oh and like and I'm also kind of an actor like yeah whatever that's cool and you're like oh that's cool oh no that's how I feel about uh, directing. Where I'm like, yeah, it's like cool, and I get to do it a lot, and people pay me to do it, and that's sick. And meanwhile, there are people that like train for years, are like pushing, yeah, 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 and yeah, the dream yeah. happen, and I'm just like, <laughs> like it's fun. Um, but well, yeah, it's, it's nice. like perspective. Yeah, I I feel that way, like especially when I got like my um, my producer gigs like pre-COVID this was um so you have like me like being like 22 like ha 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 I'm in charge of people (laughs) totally there are people that have been doing like trying to get their union days for literally years and they're just like yes very cool cool good for you Um, oh my god yeah it's it's nice to be in that other position it's it definitely makes me a better actor but even more than that I think the mindset shift is really important uh what do you think that your plan is for like 2022 for your career or just life yeah 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 no that's a great question um I mean 2022 for me it's it's about a couple things um number one um 
I'm doing like a day job shift where I, I think I told you all this time, uh, sorry, I told you all this last time, learning how to code um, and have like kind of started doing some more animation stuff, um, which I think is really, really fun. Um, so that shift has been one that I really enjoyed because it puts me in a position where I'm like, cool, I can do hard stuff and stuff that I didn't think I could do. Like neurodivergent people in STEM, like, but not the way that you traditionally think about it. Um, yeah. So that's been really cool. But in terms of um, work stuff, I have a couple of scripts in the works. Um, uh, yeah, I'm working on developing uh, my short film, New Mooney, into a feature. That's I'm really so cool. I'm so excited for you. Oh my yeah. God, that's exciting. <laughs> yeah, wait, I mean, I, I don't know if you and I have talked about this, Matt, but... Um, it's about um, someone with a, uh, an immigrant parent that's like going back to like this like uh, parent country that they like, right. never knew. Yeah. yeah. Um, and like the more time that I, the more experience I have talking to people who are like in some way part of a diaspora, the more I see this thread of like, I am like a gay person. And like, is it cool if I go home or like my parents' home? Like they, mm so much energy leaving that place am I like allowed to come back like will I be accepted there is my heritage like something that I can have ownership over um so yeah that's I'm working on developing that into a feature and then I have a couple short projects um on top of you know being a, a killer actor and continuing to do that um so that's 2022 that's that's the plan anyway that's fun I'm excited um I think yeah is there anything else that you want to say or share or share your handles or yes of course um my handle on IG is just wilder.yari um but also if any of the listeners are in LA um I have I'm uh selling some art to upcoming shows um yeah graphic or sorry graphic um Visual art is something that I've done for a long time, very passionate about. And um, yeah, kind of on a whim, I just submitted some art to a couple of um, fairs, I guess. So I will be at two of them. One is by Found Future on the 19th of April. And the second, I think is on the 22nd of April. Let me double check that really quickly. Um, but yeah, one of them is in Highland Park, the, the uh, Found Future one is the 19th in Highland Park. And the second one is April 22nd at Catch One, uh, the iconic club. Um, so yeah, that's what I'm doing. If anyone in the LA area is interested, um, please come through, I think it's gonna be fun. Thank you so much for watching this episode. You can find Wilder at wilder.yari on Instagram. And then their TikTok is Oh my god, it's such a complicated TikTok It's like wild.tiger, but tiger spelled T-I-G-R-R. -R. No, it's W-I-L-D-R-R -R dot T-G-R-R. -R. So it's wild or tiger, but like yeah. fancy. Fancy. <laughs> and you can find us at into underscore the studio on Instagram and on Twitter. It's just into the studio. You can also find us on YouTube. It's like slash into the studio 323. You can go ahead and like, like follow and subscribe us to us there. Subscribe now. Thank you. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Did you say like and subscribe? Yeah, guys, like and subscribe. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
<laughs> like and subscribe. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.